0: Uh, damn it, it's still the what the f- Fuck. I don't know where the buzz is coming from. Okay. Nope. Yeah. I think I fixed it. Yeah? No? It's tinny. Sounds tinny. It sounds tinny. Like, I don't like the sounds. It doesn't sound any better. <clears> this <throat> sounds like crap. This sounds like crap. So I'm about to order me some more XLR cable. It sounds all right. I don't hear the buzzing. Yeah, but on my end, it doesn't, ain't punching the way I need to punch. Uh, it ain't punching the way I need to punch. Punch, 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 punch. I'm starting to oh. do it all. Attack, attack. Not the attack. Threshold, threshold, threat. There we go. Okay, it's the threshold. Uh, all right. Shit. We're gonna to do it for now until I get some more cables. <clears throat> yeah, the threshold was turned up a tad bit. Now I gotta go I gotta go back after this and readjust some shit. All right. Please bear with the audio. All right. We here. We here. And to you slow. <laughs> All right. So. So, yeah. Um, hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, listen, uh, one wire went bad. I believe the second wire went bad. So I disconnected my cloud lifter and I'm running straight. So what I had my setup was, I had a cable running through a cloud lifter, running to the microphone because I wanted more more punch. So now I had to disconnect one cable and run and disconnect the cloud lifter. So I'm now running straight from the mixer to the microphone, which is why I got to go back and readjust the settings because I hear problems that's going to bother me in the audio. I hear it and I already know I'm getting irritated so I'm going to order some more XLR cables so that I can run it back through the cloud lifter. If anything, what I said makes sense. See, it's, it sounds really tinny. Like here at the very top, uh, the top end of it is very tinny. And then when I had the cloud lifter, I had, I had kind of a, a some, some punch to it, but this is audio file shit. So this is why I like, I would tell anybody focus on the audio, before you do the vi- the visual parts of a of a podcast, it, the audio is crucial. This is why I can't listen to eighty five percent of people because the audio is so bad. I can I can deal with the bad camera, but the audio is everything. It's everything. It's everything. So, just uh you know, for those that are trying to get looking to get into this spend the money on the audio spend the money on the audio all right so with that being said let's get into this little shit show that i got planned for y'all today um <laughs> where do i begin where do i begin you know what let's do it let's get and i blame y'all for this jaguar right i blame y'all for jaguar right i blame all of y'all for jaguar right y'all hyped this woman up y'all hype this woman up um currently this is day nineteen day nineteen on the road to thirty, but you know what fuck I need motivation, let's go I need motivation. Okay, because <laughs> I need some motivation. Once again, if you have people that, that, that hate you for whatever reason, there you go. All right, let's get into it. This is all y'all fault. Any one of y'all that supported this woman and was like, yeah, get him, Jack. Tell all the business. Spill all the tea. This is all of y'all's fault. I told you this woman is the village idiot. She's not even controlled opposition at this point. She's not even controlled opposition. She is the village idiot. All right. Okay. She's officially the the village idiot. And any of y'all that supported this woman, it's your fault. This this is what you created. Okay. This is what y'all created. I blame all of y'all. Because y'all be like, slash, see what she said? No. No. Now this is all y'all fault. Let's go. Welcome to my world.
1: Can I get my luggage, please, or am I gonna miss my flight? Because my flight takes off in just a couple minutes. Just a couple minutes. What you wanna say now, Papa? You was talking all that shit just a couple seconds Man, I'm ago, right? God, I'm
2: talking to the, huh? Sure these kids Where's good. my
1: bags at, yo? Why are my bags still sitting here? Why are my bags still sitting here in TSA? Why the fuck can't I leave Chicago? why can't i make it home to dallas get my shit bitch i ain't fucking playing with y'all
0: this is y'all fault y'all empowered this woman y'all made y'all 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 gave her her behavior a pass y'all made it cool for her to act a complete monkey y'all did this y'all did this this is y'all fault this is the monster y'all created see what happens when you give give certain things life validation should have never given this woman validation from jump street nope the moment you saw she wasn't trying to do nothing positive or constructive you should have said you know what She just here for detention and and took and took back your attention this is your fault
1: welcome to my world i'm jaguar fucking right you fucking best believe it i'm the fuck up in this hoe. welcome to my world welcome to youtube hoes see get Grab it, Come on, run my shit! Uh,
0: now listen, I I don't know, and, and you know Midway Midway is the smaller airport for O'Hare. O'Hare is the big the big one. That's like an hour and a half north, right? Normally it usually takes me about two hours. Midway is like for me, it would be a thirty minute drive. Right, Midway is the smaller of the two, so if you ever find a Midway, it's going to be a little bit more expensive as opposed to flying into O'Hare. But O'Hare is way the fuck up north, way up north. But anywho, this is y'all fault. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is Cass fault. <laughs> y'all watch Jaguar. Y'all, she was on whoever platform. Y'all, y'all would go there and hype her up and be like, "Yeah, girl, tell that, tell all that business." This woman ain't said nothing. We ain't already, <laughs> we didn't already know, but this is, this is y'all fault.
1: You fucking idiots! Watch out, paw Paul.
0: Why she call him Paul
1: Fuck out of here! Look at this shit. My flight about to take the fuck off. This is the second time they done tried to fucking keep me here at this motherfucking airport. I've been trying to get home to Dallas all day. It's fucking warm in Dallas. Sure. Get my shit. Now they sitting there just staring. You better act like CC and keep on walking. (laughs) Y'all see this, right? Y'all see this. They are purposefully, intentionally keeping and holding my things for no reason. They done ran it through that motherfucking x-ray two times already. They got fucking Forrest Gump working that shit. They got eight motherfuckers over there and they still can't figure out why I can't get my bags.
0: Wait a- listen, this is why I never work with people like Jaguar, too unhinged, too unhinged, unable to follow directions, okay, no, this ain't Sly's fault, no, Sly told y'all who to watch out for, okay, Sly told y'all from Jump Street, listen, look at, take that person with a grain of salt, with a grain of salt, then this one, eh, 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 eh you know, nope, nope, I told y'all, nope, I told y'all, this is y'all's fault,
1: fuck it's my badge, yo! Trying to they trying to set me up to get arrested. I'm fresh out the motherfucking hospital and I'm not on my meds.
0: <laughs> now this was after she got arrested for attacking her husband. Do you understand? I got I got friends in the healthcare that health industry that, that get attacked by patients because the patients refuse to take their meds. Now let's have a serious discussion. So what do you do with people that are supposed to take their meds, that don't take their meds, that end up hurting people? See now now y'all now y'all y'all gave her too much of a pass. This woman could hurt somebody because she ain't taking her meds. God forbid you have to if she ends up in the hospital and you have to be if you had to be her direct nurse. Do you understand? Now it's bigger than just YouTube and, and clicks and views. We have people out here not taking their meds, hurting healthcare workers, attacking healthcare workers. Now nobody's laughing. Now it's not so funny anymore. Right?
1: How about that? I'm trying to get home to get to my meds. Lithium is a bitch when you don't take it. Y'all wanna keep fucking with me? Y'all wanna keep fucking with me? Get me my shit. You holding me from my medication. My fucking got my husband got my prescription in the car.
0: What? Now you, you, you now you know who I would I would love to see show up all of a sudden. The Memphis Five. I, I would have loved to see the Memphis fire. Yeah, them the, those guys from Memphis, those cops that are, that are charged with. Uh, t- I would love for them to show up and take care of the situation because you need guys like them. You need Rough Riders. Now listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm I'm in the in the minority. You need cops like the Scorpion Unit. You need cops like Rampart. Okay, you need cops like the Georgia Red Dogs. Because they do the dirty work. The only problem with cops like that. Or those. Is they need to know when to turn it off. On regular folk. Okay. The only problem with rogue cops. Is they don't know when to turn it off. On regular people. Okay. The Oath. Is probably the best. TV series. I've ever watched. And explaining. The Psychology and the Mentality of Cop Games. The Oath was on Sony Crackle, produced by 50 Cent. One of the best cop shows ever. And nobody heard about it. Nobody watched it. Matter of fact, uh, Old Girl's ex-husband, Tia's ex-husband, Corey, he was in this show. This was a super dope show. And they never renewed it. They never renewed it. Season two ended in a cliffhanger when you had the, the the gang cops all going at each other. They shot up the bar. And I was like, yo, where's season three? The Oath is an excellent TV show. If you want to understand uh cop gangs and how they work and how they have beef with beef with other cop gangs. All right. Where's the scorpion unit when I need I need the scorpion unit for for shit like this? You need Guys, like, you need ass whoopers, ass kickers for situations like this. Okay? I- I'm just saying, let's go.
1: Waiting the fucking pick me up. Been waiting to pick me up all fucking day. Keep fucking playing.
0: Um, the oath was on Sony Crackle. Sony had his own streaming site called The Crackle or called Crackle. I'm not sure if it's still up and running. I don't even know who now owns the rights to the oath because 50, after season two, 50 never talked about it again. So something must have really went down pretty bad. Um, Like I said, they ended the season two on a cliffhanger. Corey Hardick was in it. Um, Excellent show. Oh, uh, um, not Ashanti. Who was the other, the little pretty girl? Um, Was it Ashanti she was in it? I don't know. The little R&B singer girl was in the series as well. Somebody look it up for me. The shield is dope, but the oath, the oath gets into it. Like, it gets into rival cop gangs. Like, there's actual rival cop gangs. You had Irish cop gangs. You had a black cop gang. Then you had, like, a mixture. You know what I'm saying? Sh- it was deep. Christina Milian, yeah, thank you. Christina Milian, yeah, she was in it. Yes, thank you. I, bro, I am done. I'm just telling y'all why y'all should be done with this. Bitch. This bitch is off the hinges. Where the Scorpio unit? With me,
1: bitches. I don't give no fuck. Who the fuck paying you? Tell the motherfucker that's paying you to hold me here to come fucking meet me in these streets. Can't wait to get the fuck home so I can get back to my motherfucking gun. Niggas act right when you got a fucking gun.
0: See? And
1: here's my shit.
0: Here's- you threatening federal employees? Y'all forget. Or don't forget, TSA is federal. They are federal employees. You, cannot, you can't be out here threatening federal employees. Yes, go watch The Oath. It gets deep into it. Deep into it. I don't know where it's at now. I'll look for it later on today, see if I can find it. But there's only two seasons, and it, ended on, and it ended on a cliffhanger. And I'm still mad they never renewed it for season three, because it was a great show.
1: It's my shit just still sitting here. Third time X-rayed.
2: Yeah. Hi there. Who are you?
1: How are you? I want my things I want my things, Mora.
0: My man is the Bureau of Counterterrorism. My man is the Bureau of Counterterrorism. You just basically openly threatened federal agents. yo if he wanted if he wanted to beat her in the upside the head with a baton, he was well within his right. I was hoping they would, they would have beat this woman up. I was hoping that CPD would have showed up and just put hands and feet on this woman. Yes, I know it sounds bad. Yes, lies advocating for violence. Yes, I was advocating for some police brutality against this woman. Y'all played too much. Y'all hype this woman up. Y'all let her get away with too much. Y'all gave her validation and attention. Now look how she's acting. A damn fool, okay?
1: You don't tell me what to do and you don't tell me how to talk. Get my things. You're making me miss my flight. I'm
0: not
3: making
1: anything happen. Get my shit, yo. Get my shit. Get my shit. Get my shit. Oh, I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere. I'm not going nowhere. Tell it to the camera. Let me see your name. Let me see your name on your tag. Let me see your name on your tag. You famous bitch. You about to be on YouTube in 10 minutes. Say hi. You don't look very good today. You don't look camera ready, bitch. I want my shit. I'm about to miss my fucking flight. They're holding my shit. Give me my bags and I'll leave. I'll go to my... I'll catch my flight and I'll mind my fucking business. You see this? Look at Paul Paul. Look at Paul Step and fetch it for the man. Look at him. He's so happy to talk to the white man. He. Got-
0: Yo, this man has a pistol on his hip. You understand? Probably a sig nine millimeter. You know, this man is... Counter-terrorism unit. This man could have pistol-whipped this woman and be well within his right. Okay? This man could have pistol-whipped her and be, been well within his right to do so. All right? <laughs> my mom's work for you, USPS 47. Yeah, federal! Whenever my mom was, if you fuck around, you get locked up. Yes, you a federal employee. Okay? Social credit score is zero. <laughs> <laughs> if this were china this wouldn't be happening in china out on
1: his smile. come on paul come on paul paul you was talking all that fly shit before right you was talking all that fly shit before you fucking uncle tom piece of shit give me my goddamn fucking bags i want my shit yo i want to get my flight and i want to get the fuck out of chicago Alright. get my shit Get my shit.
0: You think they're going to let her. They're you. not allowing you to come through. So we're going to have to escort you to the other side. Uh-oh. The
1: other side of what?
0: On the unsecured side, man. I'm
1: sorry. Say that again. the
0: unsecured side.
1: So now I got to leave security. Yeah,
0: they're not letting you go through. They're not going. Yeah, counterterrorism unit. Yeah, man. You you a, you a threat to national security. You, you No flight list. <laughs> no flight list. This is what it looks like, y'all. This is what it looks like. Bureau of counterterrorism. They are well within your right to whoop your ass and then charge you as, <laughs> as, as a, a federal, uh, as a terrorist, okay? They could have charged a woman with terrorism. You understand?
1: Don't let me go. Why?
0: That is a question for them. You
1: know why? I want to I know why. Why am I not being let through? Not
4: ready, ma'am. You're not I'm ready. not. I'm not what? You're not ready.
1: I'm not ready for what? To get my bags and get on my flight? Where's
4: your stuff? Right over there. It's
1: been sitting there for the past fifteen fucking minutes. Come on, we gotta go.
4: Come on. Go, go that way. We'll get your stuff. Yeah. Is that your stuff I
1: know one thing. Right I done not already said that I'm on fucking medication. I done not already said that I'm I'm not on my meds. You get your fucking hands off. Get your fucking hands off my shit, bitch. Don't touch me. Don't fucking, you. don't fucking, don't
0: fucking gesture. See, see, this is one of those times when I wish I was a cop. This is one of the few times in my life I wish I was a cop. I'd have acted a, a plum fool on this one. I'd have went to town on this one. Listen, you would have got tased, pepper sprayed, beat with the baton, and shot all in one, all in one sitting. Ah, you read it for my weapon. All right, there we go. Dump the magazine. Ah, oh, she reached for my weapon. She's reaching for my weapon. Dumping the magazine on you. You're reaching for my weapon. And all my partners will confirm you reached for my weapon. And I had to dump the magazine on you. In you, <laughs> I had to reload because you wouldn't go down. <laughs> these little, <laughs> these little hollow points ain't working. I I need to swap out my magazine with 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 um. With, with full metal jackets because the hollow points wasn't stopping you. I had to switch out. I had to go to my extra mag, right? Because I know guys that will keep a mag of, of hollow points, and they keep a mag of uh, full metal jackets. If you don't go down from the hollow points, <laughs> they go to the mag with the f- full metal jackets. You're going to go down with full metal jackets. And if full metal jackets hit you, you're going to go down. This <laughs> is one, one of the few times I wish I was a cop. <laughs> I swear to God. I you what? I okay, say that
1: again.
5: If you're
1: on medication, if you can't
0: control it, we will get you help to control it. Oh, you're,
1: oh, you're gonna get me help? Yes. I got help. You need a fucking lawyer, bitch.
0: See, you got these old cops that are like 30 years in, five years from their pension. They ain't trying to wrestle with you. You got these old cops. What you need is these young, strapping, uh, hellraisers that got lots of energy and lots to prove to themselves. They want stripes. They want captain's bars and they want sergeant's uh, stripes. and You didn't come across those cops. You need them young, them young bulls that got energy to go and, and wrestle with you. These old men, five years from their pension, ain't trying to do nothing. They're like, you know what? I'm five years from my pension. I got the house. I got the boat. I got the mistress. They're not trying to st- scuffle with you, okay? <laughs> They're not trying to scuffle with you. Where's the scorpion unit?
1: All of y'all need fucking lawyers. That's fine. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my life. Here are my things. Here are my things. Apparently, I'm not allowed to leave Chicago. Wonder fucking why. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. I will get my own shit. Move. Move. Move the fuck away
0: man is like I, five years from my pension kids out of college you know me and a wife 30 years of marriage i got the house in boca raton florida i don't i'm five years away from that i'm not gonna i'm not gonna tussle with this woman where's the scorpion unit <laughs> where where's the scorpion unit
1: for me how many fucking times do i gotta say get away from me, me no i'll get my own shit then come on let's go See, what the fuck did I just tell you, bitch? Let's go, let's Don't touch my shit. Let's go, young lady. If you're not arresting me, shut the fuck up. Yeah, you're very close. If on. you're not arresting me, shut the fuck up. Let's go. I'm gonna, I'm gonna what? Hold on, hold on, say that again.
5: You're gonna go see a doctor.
1: I'm gonna go see who? A doctor. No, I'm not. I'm not going to see no fucking doctor. You out of your fucking mind. Yo. Y'all know what to do. Y'all know exactly what to do. Now they're talking about I got to go see a doctor? For what?
0: For what? You said you dropped medication or something. You need medication. There you go, sis. You ain't got time for this nonsense. <laughs> uh, I'm going to need backup. <laughs> Sitting in the Scorpion unit. Scorpion unit requested. <laughs> Was that a request for a Scorpion Unit? <sighs> yes, ma'am. Please sit in Scorpion Unit. we request backup immediately. <laughs> I'm not playing this game with y'all. <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> no. Techie, this is your fault too. this <laughs> all y'all's fault. All y'all that ever sent me videos from this woman. Right? And I didn't say nothing bad. I just I didn't clown. All y'all that tuned in to watch her act a fool on Tasha Kane Storm Monroe. This is all you guys' fault. Told you this woman was the village idiot. Okay? Why is she even here?
5: Why is she even
0: here? Uh, Scorpion unit uh, ETA five minutes away. Thank you, dispatch. Yeah, that's what I'm on. That's what I'm. On. That's what I'm on. Sitting in the scorpion unit, I'm not playing with y'all. We're not gonna do this. We're not gonna do this. Bless you. We're not gonna do this. This is y'all fault. <laughs> this is all y'all fault. <laughs> what other nonsense do I got for y'all today? Because this is a this is a show of nonsense right now. This is not a constructive show. This is all nonsense. You know what, where is it at? Do I have it? Okay, let me pull these down. Down here, bless you, who is this, who is that? Okay, Ed Reed, yeah y'all, Ed Reed. I I, I know I said I was gonna leave it alone, but Ed Reed won't leave me alone. Ed Reed won't leave me alone. So Shannon says some things on undisputed. I, w- I wish I could play, but you know, Fox and, uh, you're pretty serious about their copyright though, which makes no sense because the whole transformative content thing is like, well, what's the sense in labeling transformative? if I can't use it. Right. But whatever. Every, um, do I think she should, yes, she needs the money. And she needs to get back in people's good graces. She needs to change the optics. And yes, you black women will go see Girls Trip 2. And you will make it uh, probably even more money than Girls Trip 1. So yes, y'all want to see it. So let's admit, the majority demographic that supported that movie wants to see a Girls Trip 2. So now they're going overseas. Huh? I tell y'all, Hollywood be listening. So now they're going overseas for Girls Trip 2. And you guys are going to eat it up. And I'm not mad at y'all for that. All right. Now, once again, the diva, uh, a.k.a. Ed Reed. Because y'all be like, Sly, I thought you said no more. Hey, listen, Ed Reed won't leave me alone. Okay. Ed Reed won't leave me alone. I told y'all this nigga was not the one. I told y'all he was not. Something. some up here ain't excellent football player. High football IQ quotient but that doesn't translate into real world abilities to lead and, and, and read the room and tact and decorum. Once again, who is going to hire this man as a head coach to lead their young men into the future? Nobody.
2: Shannon Sharp. Yeah, I'm talking to you. I'm talking to you, Shay Shay. Get out the club Shay Shay and talk to me. Call me, ask me. Ask me, and I tweeted at you, and I called you that, because I need you to come out. You understand? This ain't focusing on negativity. But I need him to call me. See, he's a Hall of Famer, I'm a Hall of Famer. Put the Hennessy down (laughs) and come holler at me. You You wanna yell across the court? At basketball players Uh I'm yelling cross IG
0: Uh oh
2: Straight up Uh oh Cause you got your story wrong You got your story wrong And I know you like to fix it Cause you on that fence You dig? Uh oh So come get The truth Cause these youngsters Are out here hurting And one of them Used to be you Uh oh But now that you made it don't forget
0: where you came from. Ooh. Ooh, he said all that. I didn't even know he said all that. I, shit. I didn't know he said all that. Let me go find a tweet. And then we're gonna get to the DMs. Yo, I didn't know he said all that, y'all. Wow. Okay, Twitter, take us to take us to where we need to go. Take us where we need to go. <laughs> I didn't know he said all that. Oh, that's fucked up. I didn't know he said all that, y'all. Okay, wait. So let's let's get let's go let's go get in the mud. Let's go let's go get in the mud, y'all. Okay, let's run it back. Shut up. Ed, what you say now, Ed? Because Shannon did respond, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna look for the, the 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 part where he said he called him out on on on, uh, on the show.
2: Don't want to bring me on this show. Uh oh. Shannon Sharp said some stuff about me that was wrong I just wanted to talk to Shay. I ain't got no beef with Shannon Sharp No beef at all But you said something that was wrong So now I gotta talk to you So we can get it right But he don't wanna talk Cause he's on the fence I've been saying this for a long time about Shannon Sharp Maybe this will get him to talk Maybe just get him to talk and get the real story and not tell it from their side. But what he did, he DM'd me instead. Man, we could talk on the phone.
0: I will show the DMs, but let's continue.
2: I don't want to talk on the phone. You did it over live TV. Let me come and sit at Club Shay Shay and you could drink your Hennessy that you promote to the people. That you know is the worst drug out here. Yeah, alcohol. Don't tell me chill, Holmes. Don't shut me up. Don't shut me up. Don't shut me up, man. I've been jumping on lives talking about this. And I've been fighting for the little man for a long time. How y'all not hear these students out here crying? Don't miss the message. Don't miss the message, man. We're still fighting to get into the fight. I want to coach these kids. They deserve a good coach.
0: You know what I see in Ed Reed's future? Pop Warner. Pop Warner or, or, or maybe high school. I, I think would be a good learning, uh, good proving grounds for him. I think either Pop Warner or high school. No college is going to touch you. Maybe a JUCO. Maybe a JUCO... Maybe a JUCO, but no D1, D2, D3, NAIA is going to touch this guy. Not, not right now. No. So Pop Warner, high school, JUCO. D1, D2, D3, no. NAIA, no. Nobody's going to touch this guy.
2: And no coach in their right mind should go over there right now.
0: Okay, maybe not a head coach, but maybe a position coach. Yeah, maybe not a head coach, but maybe a position coach. Now that makes more sense. Possible D2, D3, NAIA position coach, but not a head coach, bruh. No, 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 no. You two unhinged.
2: What are you talking about? What are you talking about, man? We fighting to get back into the fight. There's a fight going on for these young people. Don't y'all understand? There's a fight going on for these young people. And we fighting to get back into the fight. Because we was building. We were building. I was cleaning up too. Yeah, I was the head janitor. (laughs) But, man, they on some real stuff. They had good people helping they had really good people helping. I could call their names out, but I'm not going to say their names. They had some people over there help, helping. For real. Jeff Fagan ain't one of them. Jeff Fagan is not one of them. They had some good people over there helping, but he ain't one of them. Shannon Sharp. Lying. But y'all believe everything Shannon Sharp say? Why? Because he said he got Hennessy in the black and mild? That's why y'all believe Shannon Sharp Because he got Hennessy In the black and mild And he can yell He can yell at Skip Because Skip said Tom Brady better than you Why are you yelling at another man But they said somebody better than you That don't even play the same position as you Hello What, what are y'all What are y'all fighting over Like and Y'all is all over that Y'all entertaining that this is amazing to me, man.
0: Okay. But he sorely. Oh, miss. Okay. Misspoke. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Now let's do this. I'm trying to find what Shannon said. Is this what Shannon said? Oh, here we go. Here we go. Oh, this one got him. This one got him fired up. This one got him fired up. Okay. Listen, we are here for the, for the mess. We are here for the filth.
3: Let's go. Coach, uh, uh Sanders, should have told him what it was like. Because he knew what it was like when he went to Jackson. He knew what it so. Mm-hmm. You can call any coach. Yeah. Prayer View, Alcorn, it's probably worse at those institutions than at B.C. I hear you. So, Skip, I just... It's just... That's sad. I just... But I think if Ed would have given it time, kind of like the Jackson State situation with Coach, with, with coach Prime, I think some improvements would have been able to been made. But it can't happen overnight, Ed. And I know... As an athlete, skill we used to okay. Hey, I can change that. I didn't play good this game. Guess what? I'm play better next game, and the outcome will be different. It doesn't work like that when something has systematically been broken for yep. an extensive period of time. Coach uh, uh, Sanders should have told him what it was like. Okay, because he knew what it was like when he went.
0: So that's what got a Reed upset. That's what got a Reed upset. So they did. They did have a. a, a they had a conversation. It was brief via DM. So here we go. Okay. So <laughs> Ed is in the purple and Shannon is in the black. So it said, wait, which one is first? Which one's first. Okay. Here we go. So first, uh, Shannon says, bro, I support you. If you took offense to anything I said, I apologize. Think you're going to make a hell of a coach. God didn't think that was the best situation for you. All the best. Ed then responds. Nah, bro, that's not it. God did. You said a lot of wrong about me, player. Shannon says, like what? Ed says, let's talk. Nah, you did this on TV. Let us talk. Sit in your spots. Ed, I voiced my, I voiced an opinion. It's not that deep. Wish you all the best, but I'm done with this. Yikes. (laughs) Yikes. You know, and and you know what happens when you leave people like hanging or you just kind of cut the conversation really short and you don't respond. That drives them even worse. So I know Ed is over there stewing that Shannon won't give him the time of day. I know Ed is over there stewing, stewing. All right. And this would be a good fight. <laughs> this would be a good little tussle. But let's move on to the next topic. Jason Whitlock says some things. Now, once again, Jason Whitlock says things on purpose to get reactions out of people. And he's very good at it. He's very good at it. But two things can be right at the same time. Let's go over what he said, and then we'll, we'll pick apart what he, you know, we'll we'll piggyback off what he said. Let's go.
4: Including these five Memphis police officers. This is... A- it's an open and shut case. The, the, the camera from above captures the police uh, doing something totally illegal. The second degree murder charges are warranted. This is going to be a revisitation of the Walter Scott, the, the guy that got shot on camera by a cop in the back. Guy went to, he got convicted, went to prison. It's open and shut case. This is too. I don't get what people are protesting about. Uh these are five black officers. The victim is black, the police chief is black, the police have been fired and charged, and they will be convicted, I would assume, by a predominantly black jury in a city that's sixty five percent black. But well, let's
0: let's go off his tweet first. He tweeted he said full context of what I said on Tucker Carlson because people are taking picking out parts that fit their narrative to go at Jason Whitlock. Okay. He says Memphis police clearly wrong criminal and will be convicted. Media intentionally hyping to distract from government action in Ukraine. He says, now here's the, this is the most important part. He says all a reflection of pathologies produced by the matriarchal culture that plagues black communities. He's right. He's right. But if you're a woman, all you hear is you're blaming black women for what these black cops did. Well, she is the chief. She is the chief. She establishes a culture in which the Scorpio unit thrived in. Once again, pay attention. The chief of police, whether it's a white man, white woman, black man, black woman, Indian man, Indian woman, Mexican man, Mexican woman. The chief establishes the culture in which your units thrive in. Okay. And I told y'all when she says she first seen the tape is the worst she's ever seen, which means she's seen other ass whooping videos. This was just the worst one she's seen. Okay, the chief sets the culture, the tone. Okay, you only do what the chief allows you to do. We all watch all the goddamn cop movies. Goddamn it, uh, uh, uh *Lethal Weapon*. Goddamn it, Murtaugh, Riggs. I done told y'all, I can't be making me look bad out here, bad boys. Goddamn it, uh, <laughs> uh, Mike Lowry and Marcus Lowry and Burnett. I told y'all, I came in. <laughs> I, got, I got the mayor on my ass. Y'all making me look bad. Huh? Castillo, Crockett, Dubs, don't do it again. (laughs) Okay? We've seen every cop show. Every cop show tells you the chief sets the tone in the culture. Okay? The chief. I'm not saying it's her fault, I'm saying it's her fault indirectly. She set the culture. Go back and watch. What's the movie with Jack Nicholson, God damn it? Um, A Few Good Men. He set the culture. He set the culture. You only do what is allowed. Parents, you have children. Your parents know what mommy will let you get away with. The parents know what daddy will let them get away with. Okay? If you're a dad-daughter, daughters know, daddy, I can push daddy so far. Daughters, no, I can only push mommy so far. I can get more out of daddy than I can out of mommy. Sons with parents, no, I can get more out of mommy than I could with daddy. Let's not play this game. The culture has been established. You have the Scorpion unit for a reason. To put foot to ass in the worst parts of the city. Once again, you need cops like them. You need the rough riders to put foot to ass. The problem is they don't know when to turn it off when it comes to regular Schmegular crimes. Okay, you don't need a task force unit. Uh, implementing traffic stops—that's not their forte. Task units are go at—they go after criminals and the drugs and the guns. You should not be trying to enact a traffic stop. Let the beat cops handle that. You don't know when to turn it off. Once again, Rough Riders, the Red Dogs, Rampart—all have a, a, a need or a place. But you need to learn when to turn that shit off. That is the
4: problem. Okay? Let's continue. So the system is going to work here. What The other system that's working is the corporate media's uh, insistence on promoting racial division at the behest, in my view, of the military-industrial complex. They want yes. us all looking at this and not looking at what they're doing in Ukraine as they drag America and the world into World War III. This is a distraction in my opinion. CNN hyped this video like they were hyping the Super Bowl. And there's really only 60 seconds of relevant content. You show the police misconduct from overhead as they brutalize this man and make it clear this is an open and shut case and the guys are going to be convicted and we move on they treated this like a super bowl enraging people promoting the violence and this is the most important story in the history of the planet it's not what's going on in ukraine and our military involvement in ukraine that's the most important story going on in the world but yes, they don't right. want you focused on that that is such a good point and you would th- I mean you've been in the news business all your life you know 35 years or something i felt guilty putting that video on the screen, not because I was on anyone's side. I felt I felt obviously bad about it. It was horrible. But because you don't want to put ugly things on TV and inflame passions, you want people to be reasonable and think things through and reach wise decisions. Why would news organizations, I mean, they really want to make people enraged, clearly. They don't want us focused on reality. Hey, if they want us to devote an hour of coverage to this and weekend coverage of this, and they want to take us to a good place, I would examine the racial element of this because there is a racial element. And this is a story about young black men and their inability to treat each other in a humane way.
0: Okay, that's the first issue, the most obvious glaring issue. He makes that point, but everyone is, is so focused on what he said about the chief.
4: Let's go. Everybody involved in this on the street level was either 24 to 32 years old. Everybody, it was a group of young black men, five on one. Look like gang violence to me. It it looked like what young black men do when they're supervised by a single black woman. Oh, see,
0: now once again, this is where he got everybody upset, mainly black women, because black women have been dragging him all over social media. But once again, where's the lie? This is why a lot of men don't want women in positions of of authority to begin with. You think the military welcomes you know female chief of officers there's a reason they give backlash for a reason now you want women to be head coaches and in, in male sports and in place and, and, in, in in place of authority over young males and, and men and gen- it, it never works the way it's supposed to never so when the chain of command we go up the chain of command cuz the first thing you look at is okay who allowed this to happen who's who's the leader oh the chief of police oh right cuz if just once again these are, these are white dudes. The first thing you will be asking, who's the chief of police? Fire his ass, too. I've seen it too many
4: times. Let's go. And that's what they got going on in the Memphis Police Department. They've elected some uh, or put some black woman in charge of the police force. And we're getting the same kind of chaos and disunity and violence that we see in a lot of these cities that are run by single mothers. Th- if we want to discuss the breakdown of family that leads to disrespect for authority that causes you to resist the police and run from the police and not comply with the police because you resist authority at all times, because there was no male authority in your home, let's have that discussion. But that's not where they want to take us. They want to take us down the path of saying, you know what, this is Tucker Carlson's fault. This is some random white, this is Donald Trump's fault. It's not. It's the breakdown of family and the buying in to all these left-wing Things that have nothing to do with promoting family. You've been on the show so many times, and every single time you say something I never would have thought of, including what-
0: All right, this is what this is why everybody wants to cancel, cancel uh, Jason Whitlock for what he said. And once again, he clearly said the cops were at fault. But who said the? And look at they got <laughs> the Uncle Rock. Is, why y'all do him like this? Now he says he said some pretty egregious things in the past, but once again. The culture is established by whom? Who set the culture? Who is in charge of enforcing the culture? So, yes, you got to, you got to give the chief of police the side eye, okay? You got to. Anywho, anywho, let's continue on onward. What, am, what else am I looking at? What am I looking for right now? Let me get to these comments. Okay, let me delete this. Move to trash. At the trash. Okay, let me take a quick moment to divert. Um, a quick side topic. Okay, now, I'm I'm a little late on this. Now I didn't know he said this. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm deviating real quick. Okay, Jimi Hendrix. Now I know he played for the Isley Brothers. I didn't know he played for any other groups. I just know the Izzy Brothers now. I, this is where my limited musical knowledge comes into play. Now, he said a quote many, many years ago. This was back in 1967. Jimi Hendrix said, I don't want to ever look at a tie again. I had enough of the shiny suits and patent leather shoes when I was an, uh, with an R&B band. Clothes like that restrict your personality. Now, I actually went on the Twitter, uh, the the IG site. I said, yo, was that a shot at the Isley Brothers? Because I didn't know. Because that's the only group that I know he played with. And somebody said, no, there was another another, another R&B band that he played with. And I'm like, well, who was the other band? I know I'm deviating, but this was bothering me. So I guess I need to look up what other bands he played with. Because this was a shot at somebody. And I instantly thought Isley Brothers. Okay. Yeah, I, 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 I really thought this was the Isley Brothers. Because that's the only band I associate him with playing with. Right? Has anyone thought it was James Brown? Oh. You know what? Let's do this. Let's look up and see who all he's played with. Let's look and see who's all he's played with and kind of narrow it down. Fans that Jimmy Hendrix played in. There we go. Okay, all the musical groups he's played in. James Brown, the band of gypsies, and the kings of rhythm. So who's wearing a tie? This is Ike's guys. Okay, they're in ties. They're in ties the blue flames. They're in ties. Okay. So this, this, yo, this is like a shot of everybody, <laughs> all the last three bands. That's young Jimmy on the left. Okay. Okay. So that's, that looks like a shot at three bands. And the Band of Gypsies. That was his own. That was one of his. Okay, never mind. So it looks like a shot at James Brown, Ike Turner, and one other band. Okay. And of Gypsies was his original group. So two shots. It looks like James Brown and Ike Turner. It sounds like Ike, uh, James Brown and Ike Turner. Yikes. Okay. The five famous bands he played with. Jimmy's first real gig was playing for Ray Charles. Wow. I did not know that. Holy shit. I didn't know he, it was that deep. Okay. I remember when he first got started on the guitar and I remember his band practices and I remember his first gigs and I used to go backstage. I went backstage when he was 12 and Jimmy was playing for Ray Charles when Ray Charles lived in Seattle. That was Jimmy's first real gig. Okay. That's what's up. Um, uh, let me see. Okay. When Charles, that's when during first real gig, when, when 12 or something. So I didn't realize at that age, that when you met a famous musician, you were supposed to be excited about it. I met little Richard. I met just about everybody. To me, they were just regular people. And I think they liked to be treated as regular people anyway. Okay. Okay. Second group was the, Isley, I, that's the one we know the most, the Isley brothers. Right. At the age of 22, 1964 recorded the guitar on the Isley brothers single testify. Now I remember testify because this is the same song that um, uh, George Clinton cuz people forget George Clinton before he was all Parliament Funkadelic he was uh, like a doo-wop bluesy singer and he did a cover of Testify that I have in my I have in my uh, in my library. So a lot of people don't don't realize George Clinton when he first came out he was like on some singing doo-wop shit and Testify was one of his biggest songs in that vein of music before he went and took some shrooms and became parliament funkadelic. Okay. All right. Little Richard. I did not know this. I did not know this. In late 1964, January, uh, January 65, he joined little Richard's touring band called the upsetters. One year later, he recorded with Richard. uh, It's a single. I don't know what you got, but it's got me. Hendrix met uh, singer Rosa Lee Brooks while staying at the Wilcox. She invited him to participate in a recording session for a single, which included the Arthur Lee penned My Diary as the a side and UD as the B-side. The musician played the guitar in the two songs. I did not know this. In late 1965 July, Little Richard's brother Robert fired him because Hendrix and Richard would often fight over, over being late and the outfits. Ah, here we go. This is it. This is it. This is a this is a key. Richard and Hendrix often clashed over tardiness, wardrobe and Hendrix's behavior on stage. On June 27, he signed his first record deal with Chuggy Murray at Sioux Records and Copa Management. However, he briefly returned to the Isley Brothers again in the band He recorded Move Over and Let Me Dance and Have You Ever Been Disappointed. Wow, so this is definitely a shot at Little Richard. I can see that now. Now it's like, okay, the outfits part. And, and, later that year, he joined a New York York R&B band, Curtis Knight and the Squires. While he was still playing with Knight, Hendrix briefly toured with Joey Dean and the Starlighters and worked with King Curtis on several recordings, including Ray Sharp's two-part single, Help Me. His first composer credits were for the first two instrumentals, Hornet's Nest and Knock Yourself Out. Okay, okay. Then we get to Wilson Pickett. See, I didn't know all that shit. In May 5th, 1966, Hendrix played with a house band at Manhattan's Prelude Club for an Atlantic Records party to celebrate Percy Sledge's single. Hendrix also performed during his years as a hired gun with Jackie Wilson, Slim Harpo, Sam Cooke, and Ike and Tina Turner. Jimmy's brother Lee. I talked about those experiences. Jimmy was the best guitar player around at the time, so he played with everybody: Ike & Tina, Al Green, Wilson Pickett. If you can name it, he played it. They'd hear about this kid who could play guitar real good, and they'd go see him in someone else's band and offer him more money to go with them. So he'd be, so he'd be with one band for a couple of months. Then someone would come take him, come along and steal him. They'd give him more money, and so he'd be gone. <laughs> he didn't like to hang around too long. Anyway with stuff he always wanted to move on. Wow. I did not know this. <laughs> Holy cow. See? Learning is fun, guys. Learning is fun. Shut your ass up. Learning is fun. Okay, I'm sorry. I I, I deviated like that. My bad, y'all. I'll just it was interesting to me. So that was definitely a shot. And Lord Richard, mm, mm, mm. see, even back then, music beasts, <laughs> music Beast was real. Now let's get to, uh, let's get to this, <sighs> Lord, Let's get to this. Let's get to this nonsense. Um, we got bad kids, bad black kids. People come get y'all kids. Do I want to do that first? I want to do that first. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's let's do it. Bad kids behaving badly. I mean, I'm sure you guys have already seen it. I'm sure you guys have already seen it. I- I'm sure you guys have already seen it. I'm sure you guys have already seen it. Let's go. I don't
5: give a fuck if you a daughter or not. You're not gonna talk to me like that, you I don't give a fuck. You're not gonna talk to me like that. you're not gonna talk to me like that. You going to talk to me like that.
1: Oh my goodness. Oh
5: my God. Oh my God. Hey, hey, hey. Oh my God. So put
0: your hands on me. Yeah. clearly The teacher on me. you not You're not trying your hands on me. You're not educator me. you and these little some bitches put their hands on you. By God, unleash everything. Unleash the Kraken on them. Okay, if there's a brick nearby, use it to bash their heads open with. Okay, stop playing nice with these kids. Stop saying they're just children. No. At that point, they become um, uh, a threat. Okay, I'm sorry, but I haven't looked at a, t- at a teenager as a teenager in years. I look at teenagers as p- potential threats. I'm always looking at them, sizing them up. Because if it goes down, I'm not going to hold back. Okay? If I got whatever old man strength I have in me, I will unleash that shit on them. Okay? She was clearly holding back. She should have used all her weight to have her advantage and, and suffocated that young girl. <laughs> well, let's continue because it gets worse. Oh, oh,
5: oh, God. oh God damn! Oh, God
0: damn. okay, so from that angle you thought the teacher fought back and got the best of her that's not what happened we have the second angle the second angle the second angle
5: My fucking God. Oh. Oh my fucking God.
0: now this is where, when she had on, when she she had a moment to really hurt this girl she really wanted to I wish she would have but she didn't this is why you don't this is why in a fight with a teenager, let that compassion go. Because this person's trying to hurt you. All bets are off. Do you understand? All bets are off. If your child comes for me, I'm going to end him or her. And then I'm going to, to go for you for producing this bastard. Okay? Alright? Let's go. Oh my
5: God. Oh my god. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my god.
0: And I'm upset that the other teachers didn't jump in to help the teacher. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I'm an educator, I'm a teacher, and I see one of my, my, my coworkers getting beat up by, a, you know, a football player, I'm about to catch him when he ain't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come up from behind and choke this little nigga out, and we're going to get our free licks in. I'm going to help my team. These other teachers that didn't jump in to help this woman beat this little bitch's asses, that's, that makes me more upset than anything else. All these grown-ass folk, grown folks stick together, goddammit. It's us versus them. You better if I'm getting my ass we better jump in and get this bitch off me. And then and then <laughs> Scorpion unit. Okay? Scorpion unit. Hold that bitch. Hold her so I can. Oh wait, wait, don't don't let her move. Hold her so I can Okay? Stop moving, stop moving. I'm trying to get this good shot on you. Quit playing. Relax, relax, relax. relax.
5: relax. 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 You
0: Oh, my fucking God. God. You see her leg? What's wrong with her leg? Don't worry. I got a picture of it. What's wrong with her leg?
1: Right?
0: Right? Now, this is the woman, the aftermath, the teacher, out on a stretcher. What's wrong with her leg? What is that? doesn't look right. That doesn't. That's not supposed to be like that. That woman's going to need surgery. That woman's gonna need surgery, physical therapy. She's gonna be out for six months. That woman's going to be out for six months. At least. She's she's rather heavy set. You know, so that's gonna that's gonna help that not help. That's gonna hurt her recovery speed. She's gonna need surgery to fix that, y'all. Okay? Yeah. Y'all better stop playing. With, listen, if these kids People, kids ain't playing with you. Damn, so don't play with them. Matter of fact, Dr. Umar said it best, and I've been saying this for years, <laughs> you know, but y'all be like, "Slide is playing, no slide means it. I tell y'all, all your little kids ain't blessings. All these little bastards being born are not blessings. what Dr. Umar say? Many, many moons ago, Dr. Umar said, <laughs> Dr. Umar said this, and people were like, how could you say that? How could you, how dare you?
6: But I want to be clear. And I know some of us love our children, but some of our children are so far gone that we're going to have to put some of them to sleep in order to take back the neighborhood. Some of y'all don't want to hear that because you don't live in reality. But I'm telling you, as a psychologist, I'm not going to be able to psychologize all of them on the corner. Some of them going to sleep from God! <laughs> Dr. Uma, what'd you say? Say it again. But I want to be clear. And I know some of us love our children, but some of our children are so far gone. Man, we're gonna to have to put some of them to sleep in order to take back the neighborhood. Some of y'all don't wanna hear that because you don't live in reality. But I'm telling you, as a psychologist, I'm not gonna be able to psychologize all of them on the corner. Some of them going to sleep. Fuck
0: that! <laughs> hey, hey, nah, I don't sound so crazy after all, do I? So I do on, sound crazy. I keep trying to tell y'all these little kids are not blessings. These children are not blessings. Stop with this. You have walking, talking, generational curses. Y'all better stop this shit. I wish, let me see, once again, this is one of those times I wish I could transport myself into that situation so I can get my my shit off on these kids. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yes, I'm sorry. Your little angel is a devil to somebody else. All right? Stop playing. Yes, put them to sleep. Exercise these little demons. They need, the power of Christ needs to compel all of them all right i'm gonna keep that shit i love that clip that's funny as hell to me that's funny as hell to me all right now let's let's keep it going bad moms behaving badly bad moms bad moms y'all know this is not this is not what i normally do but i just had to
5: hey hey
0: what are we? For those that didn't, that, for those that came late, let's. What are we doing, Mom? Hey,
5: hey, oh, a mess. A mess. Oh, what are we
0: doing? What are we doing? I told you this is going to be a messy show today. I told you this is going to be a messy show. All right. What other messiness do I have? Before I get to my final topic of the day. Oh yes, let's do this. Yo, Grace Chong. Yo. Yo right. so Rod Digg. Oh, yeah, listen, I love Rod Digger. I fucks with Rod Digger. I would I would I would pipe Rod Digger still it still. If she said, Hey yo, Sly. I'd be like, what's up, girl? Yo, what you doing tonight? Shit. Come through. Okay. Don't wear your underwear. Okay. I got that. I'm going to give you that good, good tonight. Oh, word? Yeah, word. Yo, come through. Hurry up. <laughs> she would be like, hurry up, Sly. I'm like, okay. Then she be like, what you? What are you wearing? Send me a picture. <laughs> Rod Diggie be like, hurry up. Come through. I got these candles. I got the Zinfandel. I'm sitting, sipping on some Zinfandel. I'm feeling real good. Sly, come through. Okay. I'm on my way. <laughs> Sly, come through. Okay. Wait. 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 So, Rod Digger. Okay. Well, Grace Chong. Oh, Lord. There was this, this once again, Twitter, man. I'm telling y'all, don't y'all sleep on Twitter. Twitter is life. Twitter is life. Twitter... (laughs) Motherfuckers be on Twitter talking their deepest, darkest secrets on Twitter. Okay? You want to find somebody's psychological makeup? Go on their Twitter page. I I, I promise you. Okay? Trust me. (sighs) Hey... All right, so Grace Chong said, "Um, see now, what, I need to I need to find the original tweet. Let me do this because she said this is why Asians come to the to the black neighborhoods. But I want to give I want to find proper context of the tweet. Twitter is our friend. Twitter is our friend." <laughs> grace Chong, here she go now she apparently is a somebody apparently apparently now yeah she is she's a she's a right winger for from what i I gather i don't know i don't know but i'm trying to find a tweet where she they went off on her in the tweets because i want to give everybody proper context Democrats are destroying the lives of indigenous people across America. Yeah, she, okay, so she's a, a, a fly-by-night righty, a right-winger, but I'm trying to find it. Okay, what day was that tweet made on? Hold up, y'all. Hold up. You don't find it. That was how many hours? Okay, January 24th. Okay. January 24th. Let's do some digging. Oh, look at the little cat. Oh, look at the little kitty cat. Oh, that's so cute. January 24th. What'd she say about this? All parties involved are black people, black suspect, black officers, but the attorney Ben Crump, who sues all PDs for these things, is saying that this was a result of police culture that allowed black people to get treated like this. He's making this yet another racial incident. Oh, mm -mm. see? See? This is why I don't do the politics. This is why I I don't go in the ABL lane. This is why I don't, I don't go in the ABL lane. Okay, I gotta go back for a minute. January 24th. January 24th. 26. 26. I'm getting there, y'all. I'm getting there. Hold up. Bear with me. 25th. Okay, we're getting close. We're getting close. We're getting close. Okay, so clearly she's pro Trump. Okay, here we go. Twenty fourth. Uh oh, here we go. Here's the here's the thread I was looking for. All right, she's okay, Rod Digger said, but all y'all businesses are in black neighborhoods, so y'all can't be feeling that threatened. She said, because the rent is cheap in black neighborhoods, it's the only reason why we are even there, boo-boo. Ooh. mm, mm, mm. And they just jump her. They go in her they they go in. One says, this is not the flex you thought it was. This is an admission that you can't secure the business capital to set up shop in predominantly white areas because of? Mm. Okay, good response. How cheap would it have been to stay put in your home country and build it up for your people? Abandoning your native country for cheap rent around people you don't respect is a flex? We see y'all going out of your ways to prove you can be as hostile to black people as any other wannabe white supremacists. Ooh shit. You if you felt threatened, you wouldn't even go there if even if it was cheap. Nice try, racist. Thanks for admitting that you are you all are economic leeches in our community. I'm glad that I don't patronize any of your y'all businesses.
1: Jeez. Woo.
0: They're they going in. <laughs> it's because actually it's because no other race will allow y'all to open businesses in their neighborhoods. I remember y'all whining about how you, how white people effectively shut you out of their areas has nothing to do with the rent prices. You want white pa- patrons, but they don't want you. I live in California. There's no such thing as cheap rent. Try again. Hey, talk, hey. hey, listen, California ain't no punk. <laughs> Even the hoods in California ain't cheap. I, I, I second that ain't no cheap punk shit here in California. Okay. You either can afford to stay here or you're homeless. There really is no in between. Okay. You can either afford to live and function in California or you're homeless. All right. Here we go. It's cheaper because you have Jim Crow social capital. When Italian and Jewish immigrants were forced out of areas with black folks due to blockbusting and redlining laws, many sold their businesses to Asians and Middle Easterners, not black entrepreneurs. Really, it's because whites will only allow Asians to set up in their area if it involves hand jobs and other activities. God damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Boo boo. Why not ching chong? Oh, no. no. I can't. I can't right now. So you are racist exploiters. The truth is that white Americans installed uh, Asians in black communities, making it easier to get loans and other businesses that are oppressive to native populations, boo-boo, is an an apt description of the practices and the business owners. After observing the videos of how Asian businesses treat people that look like me, I have made it my business to research black-owned hair supply stores and manicurists. I would catch a case dealing with They're nonsense. I don't spend money where my face isn't welcome. Now, yes, this is a very excellent point. Black women, why do you guys continuously go to wing-wing and ling-ling? I know why. Because, honestly, black folks don't want to get into, okay, from what I gather and from what I understand, okay, to do people's feet, right, right? It's like the ultimate sign of subservient or submission, right? It's the whole Jesus thing when Mary washed his feet and washed all the dis- disciples' feet. You know what I'm saying? It's like that level of submission and subservience that I don't believe that most black people care to engage in. Yes, there are black um, foot salons and foot spas, but they're so few and far between, right? If I had a hundred thousand dollars. And I approach, you know, five or six black women say, hey, let's do a, a, a foot spa and I'm going to have you guys, you know, do their feet. I can guarantee all of them say, no, nah, that's beneath me. I'm cool. <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> the majority of black women don't want to do this. Black people don't want to do this. And They will. And because they will do so, they're willing to put up with and do the jobs that we don't want to do. And in this case, this particular industry, they get away with a lot of shit. Okay. I know Cassie Nova ain't trying to do no motherfucking man, uh, no damn pedicures. Okay. I know, I know for damn sure Cassie ain't trying to do no fucking pedicures except her own. And she don't even do that. (laughs) Cass, tell me if I'm wrong, sis. Are you down to do some pedicures? Will you do your own pedicure if you don't, if you don't have to? Okay, Angie, Angie, are you trying to do some pedicures for for random people? Yes or no? Smoke them. Are you trying to do pedicures for people? Chaz, are you trying to do pedicures for people? I like the way Asians massage. See, you ain't. (laughs) The girl who takes care of my mani pedi is Hawaiian. All right, okay, okay, Farron. Black nail tech don't do feet and the quality of service is poo. Uh-oh. See? Y'all not on code. Y'all supposed to be like this. Where's the code? Y'all not on code right now. Now, as an adult, I will drive elsewhere. Wow. I don't I, don't do, my, I, oh, I do my own nails. I, I think it's a sign of respect to wash someone's feet. t said, hell no. I already knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. I go to white shops for pedicures. I have flat feet. So I need. <laughs> you can't even find a white nail salon. Yes. They have cornered that market. They have cornered that market. said, And nah, I can't do it. See, Natasha, I will do my man feet, but he has to have nice feet. I am a cosmetologist too. All right. Okay. Okay, I went to a black nail tech. Took three hours. Wow, that's with appointment. And then when her friend came, she asked me to wait. Lord have mercy, sixty five for a gel. Mm-mm-mm. I'm not, but I will do my own. I'm not a feet person. See, Carrie not Carrie not going. Real TV says I want Asian women doing my feet, even though even though they talk bad about us in their own language while doing our feet. <laughs> They be calling us all types of stuff in their own language. And it, and we just be like, yeah, girl, you're doing a good job. <laughs> Wait. Them Asian women rub your legs down real good. I'd be like, to Kim Lee. Hi wow yeah okay i'm working on, i have no problem with that okay oh okay you just say yes okay my bad my bad my bad my bad okay Carrie. Carrie's the lone, the lone wolf the rest of y'all be like nope Carrie's the lone wolf i'm gonna stop getting gel overlays due to cancerous uv like i saw that yo that's crazy right you know what let's continue came in to see my people cook this clown and i was not disappointed that's funny Uh, now white power put you guys in our neighborhood. So we won't, uh, have an economic base. There's a reason you don't see all these Asian businesses in white neighborhoods because they would never allow it. Then y'all need to save up to go to other neighborhoods and leave room for black Americans in those neighborhoods to start businesses that will benefit their, their community. I can't wait for my people to cut all Asian businesses out. Now, this is what she said. She said, I think this is to buy property in black and brown communities. Don't have to be black or brown, I think. But FBOA, they are part of a cancel culture debanking. So they've been on her ass, man. The last few shootings tells me y'all need to watch out for other Asians." Furthermore, you're only in our community to suck out the little resources that we do have. It's not because of cheap rent. It's If that's the case, why not open up shop in the poor areas in your community? Wow. This is what you get when you invite Charlie in without setting some standards. Charlie don't care. They will smile on your face and scam you the whole time. Them passport bros learn this the hard way. I've been to a few countries over there. Them folks are not friends at all. Wow. Hurry up and buy a ticket back to Asia land. (laughs) Damn it. Damn it. Oh, listen, nobody drags like black folk. We will drag and roast and skewer your ass and turn you into shish kebabs. You left out the part about and white people don't want your shops in their neighborhoods. Thank you, sir, for your services. Oh, I'm done. All right, I'm done. (laughs) I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Let's get on to this Emmanuel Acho. I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) Hey, they they got you over in Thailand eating bugs and shit. They got Austin Holloman over there eating bugs. Like, nigga, it ain't never that serious. All right? You listen, I don't need to go to your to a whole another country to eat an insect. It's not that serious to me. But, hey, to each his own. His or her own. I'm done. Yes, Wu-Tang got the Wu-Tang in on his own. <laughs> Wait, let me look up the UV light, though. That was interesting. Uh... UV light. Where's
1: it at? Ah, damn it. Come on. Give it to me.
0: There we go. Nope, that's not it. Nope, damn it. (laughs) UV nail dryers may pose cancer risk. Okay, let's let's listen. Let's listen.
7: You can, if you're still leaving your nails exposed, that doesn't completely eliminate the risk, but it's some way you can feel more comfortable continuing to have manicures. If you're...
0: Okay, I need a better clip than that. Give me a better clip. All right, so would you... Let's see what she's talking about. Dryers
7: causing cancer. And I found the solution and I posted it in the comments. So I want to show you guys um, the solution right now. Okay, so here's the solution
1: Press on nails. Oh, After okay, I. Talk- bitch,
0: you know, we waste my damn time. See, that's why I hate TikTok. Everybody's a fucking TikTok scholar. I, I hate TikTok. Everybody on TikTok thinks they're smart and intelligent. Hey, girl, let me see what you're talking about.
7: To tanning beds, the UV light and the gel polish dryers may increase the risk of skin cancer. A new study from the University of San Diego found that three 20-minute sessions under the UV light used to dry gel nail polish can damage up to 70% of exposed cells and lead to cancer-causing cell mutations. This type of manicure has been around since 2010 and has become popular because of its shorter drying time, but with the new risk, would this still be your first choice? gel manicures may not be safe similar
0: wow all right okay it's getting crucial it's getting crucial out here it's getting crucial out here ladies be careful okay because i don't want a woman with no cancerous hands touching me y'all be careful out here damages the elastin. Okay, that's what it does. Okay. Damages the elastin. All right, all right, okay. Moving on, let's get on to my final topic of the day. And this one's a doozy. And I look forward to this nigga getting his wake-up call. I look forward to when some, listen, whatever law enforcement, I don't give a fuck what the nationality is. I look forward to them putting foot to ass to Emmanuel Acho. You understand? I look forward to uh, a a news conference featuring Emmanuel Acho crying about how he was unfairly treated or how they whooped his ass. I look, normally I'm not like this, but I look forward to uh, Emmanuel Acho's getting his wake-up call. Let me get these out the way first. We're going to get to the, the bullshit. This is Emmanuel Acho. Wait. Nope. Damn it. Hold on. Let me find it. Let me find it. You know what? Fuck. We'll just go to Twitter. We'll go back to Twitter. Back to Twitter. All right. If you don't know who this man is, you will know. You will soon enough. You will soon enough. I I pray for this man's wake-up call. I look forward to, to making a, uh, a video about this man getting his ass whooped by some white rough riders, okay? I look forward to, to, hell, even some black, the black scorpion gang need to learn him a lesson, okay? Here we go. You ready? Let's go. Let us go. This nigga here, this nigga here. Now listen to what the food, this fool says, okay? Let's go.
8: Oh, when white people say, well, racism doesn't exist, I know why they say that. Because I've been in them rooms when they're saying that. Mm-hmm. When I kick it with black people and they're like, all white people are racist, hmm, I know why you're saying that. All the while, I have the privilege and luxury of not having
0: generational trauma because my parents were born in Nigeria. Y'all gonna keep playing this game with people. This man said he has no generational trauma of racism because his parents are born in Nigeria. This is where I, I I can't wait. I wish and pray. Listen, whatever cop comes across him and, and, and gives him his wake up call. I will, I will whatever go fund me. He, I will generously donate whatever group of cops. I don't care what they are. Asian, Mexican, uh, 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 black, white, whatever cops come across this man on a dark night road, you know what I'm saying, and and just give him the business, I will happily donate uh, to their GoFundMe. Whatever bills they need help paying, I will gladly, gladly uh, uh, donate to those officers. I pray and wish, you know, he come across some just pipe fitters, okay? Let's continue. This man said he has no generational trauma of racism because he was born in Nigeria. I can only wish and pray the Scorpion unit was free right now to come across this man's path. See, this is what we need. I need the Scorpion unit. I need backup. Okay? Scorpion unit has its place. Okay? The Scorpion unit has its place. This is one of them. Let's go. When I kick it with black people and they're like, all white
8: people are racist. Hmm. I know why you're saying that. All the while, I have the privilege and luxury of not having generational trauma because my parents were born in Nigeria. So, man, my method is removing some of the sting um, because I don't have
9: that sting
8: and trying to deliver a message in a manner that people can receive it.
9: Okay, let me tell you why what you just said offends me. Okay. All right. You saying that you don't have generational trauma and you didn't mean it this way, but the reason, and, and it's I have to name it, You saying that you don't have any generational trauma in some way meaning or that in some way meaning that your delivery
0: method the whole time look at the the sister's face disgust does not is not is not a good enough word this woman is just utterly disgusted by what she's hearing what she's seen but she's so cool and chill she's not even going to speak on it but let's continue
9: to white people is going to be either more effective or more sanitized is to me dangerous. And let me tell you why. Everybody that you just named and what you're talking about does what they do in different ways. I don't think that any of the things that they do are necessarily harmful. But what I could say is a black man, a prominent one, acting as an emotional butler for white people and serving them the most toast, unspicy, unseasoned brand of racial discourse and accountability possible could definitely be harmful. Like, we're fighting for our lives. And to me, having a conversation like that at that particular time, it's not that it's a different method. Everybody has a different method. Is that it's the wrong method. Is that it gives cover for... Okay,
0: that was him and Van Lathan. And I don't know who the sister's name is, but when he talked with uh, Jimmy... Call uh, Fallon, is Jimmy Fallon? Here we go. This is the one I wanted. To, I wanted to see. Or no, this is. Um, I forget his name. But look at the. But look at the his face. Even he's like, you are a delusional Negro. Even he's like, this man is delusional. Let's continue. Let's address
8: all of them. Isn't that interesting that you learned about black culture yeah. as an adult playing football? It real and is football. It are in the world of football. Let's address all of them.
0: Ah, uh, I want the longer clip. Is this the longer clip? Is that longer than that? Probably. Okay, this should be a longer clip. So, this man didn't learn nothing about black Americans until he came over to play football. Okay? But the beautiful part
8: of Nigerian culture is I had to learn white culture because I was immersed in white culture. And then I got immersed in black culture playing in the NFL in college. And that's why I've realized the disconnect that currently exists in America. There's a color issue, but there's a culture issue. Let's address all of them. Isn't that interesting that you learned about black culture as an
0: adult playing football? Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. I, I... i i ooh, shit damn it y'all damn it damn it damn it uh, all right <laughs> okay they call him an emotional butler. That is hilarious, Van But so They were having a back and forth. Okay. Uh he tells him, he says to him, I'm not sure what you intended to convey by stating your Nigerian background, frees you of generational trauma, takes this thing like but it feels like you purpose purposefully uh, uh, othered yourself from descendants of slaves. Alright, so basically, former NFL player turned FS, FS1 sports analysis analysis uh da, 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 da. So during the recent episode, Acho spoke about how his Nigerian heritage affects his relationship with white people because he isn't the descendant of slaves. Lord have mercy. Disagreement erupted on Twitter. Okay, so this is the entire show, I believe. I Studio- am
7: in the morning. Like the view.
0: Oh, that's Rachel Lindsay. Okay, got you. So let's wait till they bring, here we go. Okay, here we go. All right. So let's see how much of this week is stomach. All right, let's go.
9: All right, higher learning family. We have a special guest in the building, best-selling author, host of Uncomfortable Conversations, the black man. Illogical is the book. And it is out on paperback when, Emmanuel? It is out here shortly in about two
0: weeks from today. So out, uh... Oh, this is her friend? Uh, this is her people's? Ah, uh, bitch. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the end
9: of January. Out at the end of January, one of the co-hosts, uh, of Speak For Yourself on FS One. Speak
0: Now, man, things
9: have changed. Speak now. Oh, excuse me. Now we be on. so speak. mad. Joy will, just, be, joy, joy will be so mad. Joy will be so mad, at joy be <laughs> so mad <at laughs>
8: me. It is. It is not speak for yourself.
9: Okay. Speak. 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 Emmanuel Acho joins us today on Higher Learning. Emmanuel, what's up, man?
8: What's up, man, Van? I ain't seen you in a hot minute. It's been a uh, long time. Rachel, I seen you. I don't know, maybe last week, but um, it's good to see my people, man.
9: Let, let me let me let me jump into this real quick, real quick. Uh, before I even get to anything, Marcellus Wiley made some comments uh, on his podcast about Rachel, you didn't see this? I just wanted to make sure. Marcellus Wiley made some comments on his podcast. I want to give you an opportunity to respond. He said that (laughs) on his podcast, he talked about all the beefs that he had with his various co-hosts over the years. And you were in that list of people. He said that you were angling for your own show and you did not tell him that you were angling for your own show. Basically, Cell said that you did him dirty. Your response, did you hear (laughs) it? Did you see it? What did you think? Have you and him talked?
8: Of course I saw it, bro. It's funny you said, you want to give me an opportunity?
0: Okay, so let's be fair. Let's go see what Marcellus Wiley exactly said in his own words, because now I'm I'm really intrigued I'm down this actual rabbit hole. Marcellus Wiley, um, actual. So now I'm really intrigued. I just want the clip, y'all. I don't want the whole. Give me the clip. Oh, is this it? Okay. Let's go.
6: It was ESPN one day. We were walking next to each other. It was contentious. And then we kind of squared up. Now, Max ain't no punk. He squared up for real. Not like he was going to swing, but like, I ain't going to back down, kind of square up. Oh, Acho. Let me get to Acho. He wanted his own show and didn't want to tell me he was working to try and get his own show. Now, if you would have just came to me like, dog, I love working with you, but I'm trying to get mine, bruh. Man, you already know. I'll be like, yeah, as you should. But I didn't hear it that way. I heard it through Grapevine. I heard it from bosses. I heard it from contemporaries. But I love the dude, but I knew from Hello he wanted his. Adam Schefter and I had a little beef, indirect. He got mad, told the bosses, everybody. Had a whole ESPN PR on me. Made me uh, give one of those fake apologies. And I just said it too. Whitlock and I got into a couple of them. He was just like, you're an athlete. You ain't a journalist. It's a different animal. Whitlock be talking to I was like, dog, don't be talking to me like that. We almost got into it. It was real. Steven was not happy with me. He thought I sided with Kwame. I don't side. I just think Kwame got some shots off. Shit was funny. <laughs> Kwame funny. But Steven came on our show after that. And I was like, oh, he going to be mad at me. And he certainly was mad at me. We went to commercial or something. He was like, Yeah, dog. You know, he had that Tupac and Juice voice. I was like, What? He was like, Yeah, dog. (laughs) That Kwame shit. I mean, you know what I'm saying? That Kwame. I was like, What? I don't even remember what the beef was. Like, he went further than that. I
0: said, Okay, let's get back to Acho and the the nonsense.
8: Respond, man. You know, it's 2023. (laughs) If you want to respond, you got all the opportunities you need. Um, it's funny. I mean, I don't know, Cell threw that into like a, a beef post, but that wasn't even beef. It was really just his interpretation of, um, his exit. You right. know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was his interpretation of his exit. Cell and I don't even have beef. I saw sell maybe four weeks ago, five weeks ago. Um, what's interesting about people. And I think in all honesty, what I respect about Marcellus Wiley is he will shoot straight and he will say things that are offensive, but he won't ever be offended. And yeah. that's what I've just okay, learned I'm about
9: all this. Google, of different Emmanuel Acho situations over the years. You have, you yeah. have. Yeah, I've, for sure. And I went back to watch the show and and, and try to research more and get a deeper understanding of, of what the, the aim of the show was before you came on the, uh... Eh.
7: about it on this podcast before. And I remember this was like, man, when we first started, and I remember I even told you, Emmanuel, I was like, listen, I said this, this Black people don't get it. They don't understand it necessarily. It's not necessarily for us. And I told you that we talked about that on this very podcast. From what I have heard <clears throat> when it comes to criticism about uncomfortable conversations is that Black people <clears throat> feel like you are too accommodating to white people in your conversation. How would you respond to that?
8: You catch more bees with honey than vinegar. That's how I would respond to that. But, do, but so... <laughs> is honey what
7: is necessary? I think is the thing. Because in 2020, okay. we were in a completely different mindset and we were outraged. And so Mm -hmm. I think the response was negative because from Black people, because they didn't want, they didn't feel like you should be handling it with kid gloves or with honey. And it seemed more accommodating to them that you were giving them too much space rather than telling them certain things that we were going through.
8: I respect that. I think, like we all say, Black people aren't a monolith. So you have my dog, Toby and Wigwe, hip hop artist. That's my dog. Nigerian. and he gonna say say a song, try Jesus, don't try me, cause I throw hands. He gonna say arrest the killers of Breonna Taylor. Um, he's gonna sing X, Y, and Z. You have Amanda Seals. And Amanda Seals, gonna yeah, she gonna come at you. Incredibly mm-hmm. educated, uh, she gonna come at you. You have Sean King. He's gonna say what he's gonna say. You got Ibram X. Kendi. He's gonna deliver the information incredibly didactically broken down. And um, you have my approach. And, I'm not going to rap about arresting the killers of Breonna Taylor. And Toby's probably not going to sit in an all white room, you know, saying, dear white brothers and sisters, but I'm also not going to undermine what Toby or Amanda or anybody else is going to do. And I would hope they would not undermine me. Like there's different types of everything in this world. You got different water bottle flavors. You got different types of TVs. You got flat screens. You got plasmas. It's all good. So what I am more often than not frustrated by is like, bro, you don't have to like it. Sis, you don't have to like it. Not literally y'all, but the proverbial bro and sis, I'm sure. thinking it was like, bro, it's all love. Like, I don't necessarily agree with what so many of these other people are doing. I'm like, you know, what's that doing? How's that moving the needle? But I know people don't agree with me, but what I'm not gonna do is publicly undermine them. Because then, now it looks like we are fighting against each other, which is what people wanna want to see from us in the first place. It's black people fighting black people, Go ahead,
9: We'll get to that in a second. What, when you said your method, what is your method?
0: My method is this. Um, okay I'm I'm dying to hear this now now I'm really intrigued because clearly this is this is the opinions of a man who has not had a proper wake up call and you know what's going to happen when he gets that wake up call he's going to be like where's my American black brothers and sisters to support me because I'm going through some trauma right now and I went through a tragedy and, and, and help and black folk will be like nah you got it chief <laughs> Honey with vinegar. So sprinkle some honey on the, on the moons. I, I can guarantee that's how it's going to play out. I believe that
8: if you really want to understand something, you have to immerse yourself in a culture.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, wait, he's so immersed in black culture. Yo, this haircut's from 20 years ago, y'all. This man is so, so disingenuous. So sneakily disingenuous. Nigga, you got a, you got a hairstyle we created 20 years ago. Y'all who had, I had this when I was a teenager. huh? the high top with a cut side nigga. You know, we did this 20, 25 years ago. 25, 25 years, y'all can have it. We've done moved on 25 years ago. All right, let's go.
8: I grew up Nigerian American. What that means is I have the privilege of knowing where my parents came from. I go back to my village in Nigeria, okay? I'm track with me because I'm going somewhere with it. Um, but I went to a private school, majority white in Dallas. Sure. Then-
0: Where's Tariq? I wish I had a Tariq Nasheed sound bite. Why did you flee? Why did you flee? So you come from the motherland and went straight to the other man you went you came from the motherland went straight to the other man and and the other man's educational indoctrinating system you know how some folk be like yeah I went to all white private school like you like BGS right you, you you ever hear these niggas that be they they so proud they went to an all white school they were the only black in their school i was only it was only like 3 of us there were only like 3 of us niggas like him, him be proud they're the they like they're the the three specs in an all-white school. how's that? What's that to be proud of? That means you was getting your ass whooped, jumped, making fun of you, and you had to kind of, you know, get along to get along to be in their good graces. Because you damn sure wasn't over there standing up for yourself, whooping, whooping ass, be like, I'm not the one to be played with. No, you were over there, kowtowing, and, and doing everything to, 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 to be seen in, in a good in a good light. Right? How, I don't understand how these niggas be like, yeah, it was only like three of us and we went to private school. We were all white. Uh, okay uh, okay hey what do what you gotta do then i went to church in the hood
8: rachel can attest to that rachel i think i went to concord i went to oakland bible right Fellowship. down the street mm-hmm. no doubt about it so i grew up with black people i grew up with nigerian people i grew up with white people as yeah. a result i know when white people say well racism doesn't exist i know why they say that because i've been in them rooms when they saying that mm-hmm. when i kick it with black people and they're like all white people are racist hmm. I know why you're saying that. All the while, I have the privilege and luxury of not having generational trauma because my parents were born in Nigeria. So, man, my method is removing some of the sting um, because I don't have that sting and trying to deliver a message in a manner that people can receive it, primarily
9: white people. Okay, let me tell you why what you just said offends me. Okay. All right,
6: first
0: all right, of all, there are all a couple of things. We, we've already heard this. I wanna skip all that. And I just going to get to his response. Like I said, we've already heard this. You also
9: respond. sit down with the police. In the, response? In, in, the, in the conversation with the police that I watched you have, there was nothing tangible that addressed the systemic issues of policing that lead to unfair and deadly outcomes all over the country. It was about whether or not the police liked black people, whether or not they were nice to black people. And even as I wrote it down, the police are human too. Emmanuel, who gives a fuck? Like we're fighting for our <laughs> lives. And to me, Having a conversation like that at that particular time, it's not that it's a different method, everybody has a different method, is that it's the wrong method, is that it gives cover for a lot of the issues that you're supposed to be discussing. Roger Goodell's on the show. I watched the whole interview with Roger Goodell. Roger Goodell is talking about Colin Kaepernick in the past tense. Colin Kaepernick right now is fighting
0: to get back in the NFL if the NFL cared. Okay, now. This is where Van Latham loses me with Colin Kaepernick. We all know Colin Kaepernick was controlled opposition. There's no sports activist in the world that actually makes more money and gains more endorsements after being kicked out of their their sport. That doesn't happen. Okay, there's no sports activist on the planet that actually makes more money and gains endorsements and actually gets signed by the William Morris Endeavor Huh? That is not how it works, people. Let's, let's, let me skip to this part because I'm just not, once again, I can't take Van Lathan all the way serious, but let's, it's still a, con- a conversation. Let's going go. on,
9: like, for what? Like, why? Like, why would you, why are you talking to someone and there's zero call to action? It's just, now I'm going to go be a better person. It just don't work that way. Is this rhetorical or is this actually a question to be answered? That's, you can answer however you feel the need to. The, 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 what, what you, like, what I, what I said was, what you said was, everybody does it different way. What right. I said was the way that you do it to me is no way at all.
8: That's fair. Um, I think that's subjective. It's subject to your uh, interpretation. It's subject to your opinion, which I respect. Um, I will say this, anybody watching and listening, I encourage them to also go watch any episode that you referenced um, because some things were out of context. I would also encourage anybody watching or, and or listening to understand that uh, Matthew McConaughey asking a question is not an indictment of my response, nor did you submit my response. I what was also- say? Uh, dude, it was two and some change years ago. So I would have to go back in. I can tell you what you said. Would you like me to tell you what you said? uh, If you have the direct quote written down, yes, but I wouldn't want you to paraphrase. Okay. What, what, what you said was not right now. You said right now, right now, it has to be about Black Lives Matter. All right. Well, then I, I would, I would feel as though, um, that answer would suffice to someone asking, when will that end? Not right now, because right now it is about Black Lives Matter as it pertains to the cops. um, Well, I, I also think it would be a, a, a waste of our time for me to try to address every issue you or anyone had with every episode i think at least it would be a waste of my time i can't speak to your time i honor your time um what i can say is this dude is this subject to is subject to people's opinion man like if people wanted me to be harsher with commissioner of the nfl roger goodell i get it but i went in there with one specific question to be asked what would it take for colin kaepernick to be back into the league everybody and their mama had been posting about it tweeting about it shade rooming about it but at the end of the day nobody
9: sat down with the man. Like, he, wouldn't sit, he wouldn't sit, but he he wouldn't sit down with them, but he would sit down with you, which makes so, your conversation even more important than that. Absolutely right. And so when I sat down with him, I, Dale's trying, free to come on Higher Learning, and I have a, a litany of questions to ask him, but he's not going to talk to me; he's going to talk to you. Well, I would ask you to ask yourself why is that? Because you don't threaten him. Because <laughs> oh. because 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 the re- the reason why he will the reason why he'll talk to you is because he's going to come out on the other side of the conversation looking better. The reason why he wouldn't talk to me is because I'm going to come out on the other side of the conversation needing answers. Before we get to this, Brian Flores sued the NFL for discrimination, for for, for discrimination on Speak for Yourself with Marcellus Wiley. You brought up the fact that Brian Flores didn't have any black people that worked for one of the law firms that he used to represent um, to represent uh, himself in the lawsuit. Why was it necessary for you to poke holes in Brian Flores at that point?
8: Great question. Great question. Uh, Because my thought process is this. Brian Flores, if you are going to sue the National Football League, and clearly for those listening, watching all the things, I I apologize for jumping all around. Usually I am much more of a streamlined speaker. Um, If Brian Flores is going to sue the National Football League for a lack of representation, then I would hope that his team representing him would have representation.
0: Okay. So you mean to tell me in his thought process in his world, if you're going to sue a alleged white supremacist organization, which is a private, which is a private company. So if you're going to sue a, an alleged racist private company in his world, then you, your rep, your lawyers should be, you should have some black lawyers there too. If I'm going to go after one of their own, uh, In my way of thinking, I need one of their own on the team because they know their own better than I do, right? Um, It doesn't matter who represents him as long as they get the job done. But if I'm going to go after, let's say, a Jew, I would hire a Jew. That makes sense to me, (laughs) but I could be wrong. Now, what people
8: don't realize, because as you, Van, thankfully have have suggested, the law firm reached out to me and said, hey, we do have representation in X, Y, and Z place, but if you can, do you have any other resumes, et cetera, of Black people for us to look at and consider? I then take that information, I reach out to my homeboy who's a lawyer and say, hey, can I help present Black people to this law firm? So I think a lot of people think I do things for show. I'm telling you about this first time I've ever told anybody about this, because it's actually irrelevant. Like The good I'm trying to do in the world, I don't really like need a pat on the back for but that law firm which had no black people then ends up hitting me up and i end up sending them resumes of black people to try to help promote black education and all these things uncomfortable conversations i came out my own pocket with that i rented a studio space in austin texas i hired a wedding videographer each episode cost me 10 to fifteen thousand dollars by myself until i could get partnership because my objective was always to promote good in the world even if it cost me financially and what people don't realize i didn't have money like that back then so that was my reason for the brian flores piece is optically i want us to be above reproach and i want us to be without being able to be attacked and at the moment in which i saw that wait the team representing
0: you isn't even white let- once again if you're going to go to war with those people you need those people i that i don't see how how anyone else can't see it that way i, I this just goes to show how warped his mindset is this is uh what, what is the, the spike lee movie when they had to kidnap the, the, the black executive and, and reprogram him. What movie was that, y'all? The Spike Lee movie, when they had to kidnap the black TV exec and reprogram him. What was it? Oh, it was one of his underrated films. It didn't make any real money, but ah, oh, I forget the name of that, that Spike Lee movie. Somebody knows in, in the chat. One of you guys know, but I can't with this dude. I can't. Let me bring that to attention. That team reached out to me and all of a
9: sudden, now I'm sending them rather maze. Last thing I'll Man. say about that. Oh, go ahead, Rachel. Because no, no, uh, no, no. I'm, go ahead. I'm no, still a mushroom. Last thing no, I'll no, say no, about no, that. No. Last thing I'll say about that is I'm proud of... I'm happy for all of the... I'm uh, the, um, proud and happy for anyone who got a job because of whatever uh, went on with Brian Flores and the law firm.
0: Yes, thank you, Bamboozled. This is exactly... This is an episode of Bamboozled. He's the one that... One of those that got away, clearly. Relationship with them. The problem is,
9: is that when you're looking for that clip, do you know what you get? You get 15, 20, 30 clips. Of Alt-right sports commenters Disseminating information About how Brian Flores is full of shit And what he's talking about And his fight and lawsuit With the NFL Because you're pointing out The incredibly Insignificant hypocrisy
0: So he's saying Acho's actions help Fuel the narrative The uh, alt-right People that were against Brian Flores's position so he's helping fuel that 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 was van's point to Acho about his take going against brian flores like you're helping them craft this narrative okay
9: of the fact that his legal team didn't have any black people
0: on. i disagree That is it's
8: incredibly when, when
9: when when his when his when his fight is with the nfl right when his fight is with the nfl you are literally looking down the bench of what he is talking about and you're saying yeah sure but what do you have going on as far as your law firm is concerned and everyone that you everyone that's talking about that you're giving cover for them to say that what he's talking about is bullshit and that it's less important because he's a hypocrite and i'm not when i say this this is not conjecture i'm watching people going wow finally somebody calling out the woke media on Brian Flores that has absolutely nothing to do with what Brian Flores was talking about, dealing with, complaining about, or seeking financial retribution from, from the NFL. Zero percent. It's a completely other issue. If you wanna have a complete, if you wanna have a different conversation about how we are being represented, when if, you, if your manager is black, if your lawyer is black, if your accountant is black, but in his fight against the league, one thing has nothing to do with the other. And to my earlier point, what it did was give cover to people who are acting in bad faith. And that's a power that you're wielding sometimes that I don't think that you see the lawyers that that all got jobs because I'm happy for them. But there is a gigantic fight with guys who represent the industry that you played in. that are getting kicked in their ass by the NFL. And to me, the Brian Flores thing took a chunk out of their ass. Am I wrong about that? Um, you read some things online that I didn't read.
8: Um, I, I, I can say this, that I have spoken at nauseum about the discrepancy between the lack of NFL ownership being minority and coaches. I have spoken at nauseam about the fact that the Rooney rule, what it has done for the NFL and um, it's lack of significance going forward. I do have a question though. What's your intention of this conversation?
0: See, see. oh, nigga. All right. I'm done. All right. I've had enough. I I pray for this, this, this man's wake up call. I pray. I pray. And once again, whatever cop, cops that come across this man's path and gives him a day he'll never remember give him ptsd i will happily donate to their gofundme i i can't y'all i'm sorry forgive me i you know i can only take so much so with that being said i'm gonna get out of here i've been on for two hours wow i'm gonna be back later on tonight got a special guest the homie Rose Gold going to come through and, and drop some insurance and mortuary science uh gems on us. So I will be back in a few hours tonight. And, uh, yeah, once again, this is day 19 on the road to, to 30. And I uh, thank everybody that came through uh, earlier this afternoon. I'll be back in a few hours tonight. And we're we going to do it again. Y'all have a good one. Peace.